0: All right, welcome back here to Tom Lawler-Rink with the score 1-0 Merrimack over Notre Dame at the end of 1. This first intermission is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game, located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and in Salem, New Hampshire. Mike McNick with John Leahy. And my first guest, excuse me, if my voice goes high like that, battling a cold. I apologize for that, but my guest here is the... Voice of the Warriors, celebrating his 400th game behind the mic here for Merrimack. And it is my esteemed and uh, longtime partner now, John Leahy. And, uh, well, John, first of all, 400 games. The first question has got to be, how do you do it?
1: Well, you know, it's just a case of uh, having fun and coming to the ring, Mike. I just take it game by game. Of course, having a great analyst like you makes it uh, all the uh, all the easier. But when you love what you're doing, I think that's that's a big step. All right, 400 games. That goes back, what, 10-plus years? Do you remember remember the first game that you did? I remember like it was yesterday. We were in Bowling Green, Ohio. Merrimack and Bowling Green back in the 05-06 season. That was also Mark Denny's first game, as a matter of fact. And Merrimack won that game 3-2, to and then they went over to Michigan, uh, the second uh, game of that trip, and lost 9-2. to So still pretty vivid in the uh, memory banks. Any uh, particular facilities or places that you've enjoyed the most uh, calling games in over the years? Well, I think you have to look right here at Hockey East. I think the uh, rink at BU is tremendous. Love that a lot. Lowell is tremendous as well. Uh, you know, on the road. I mean, there's been so many. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, probably the, the nicest facility that uh, we've ever been in. And, uh, you know, we, we've had some
0: great memories over the years, and uh, the facilities just add to it. And there's an opportunity, too, to, to call games in some non-traditional locations, I guess, or, you know, some games that are effectively neutralize with respect to the teams playing. Uh, I think back to Nashville a few years back, uh, Bridgestone Arena, uh, Florida, of course, just a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and of course, the, ball, the the Garden, the TD Garden, when Merrimack had that run in 2011. Uh, any particular memories from any of those or anything else? Well, the Garden was fun. You
1: don't know how many opportunities you're going to have to do a game at the Garden. Of course, Fenway was wonderful as well. Again, you know, it's those those facilities that you don't know if you're going to get another chance to go. Like, you know, I don't know if Merrimack will ever get the chance to go over to Northern Ireland, but obviously that's a trip of a lifetime. So, Mike, I just, I just think every game is a new experience. I, I just think one game at a time is how I try to approach it and no matter what the venue is no matter where we are
0: it's we're still calling hockey for a living and that's what makes it great uh, let's talk a little about your prep so let's say this series notre dame at merrimack uh friday and saturday night this weekend when did your prep for this weekend or this series begin and what was it like well i usually start
1: prep on monday uh i'll work on uh, just reading whatever i can get my uh my eyes on and then uh tuesday usually i'll start to work on uh, Merrimack. I'll get all the stats up to date uh, and any relevant information I need for the software. Wednesday, I usually take care of the visiting team. Uh, It also depends on how many opponents we have during the week. If we have two different opponents, I usually start the prep uh, uh, day early. And then Thursday is uh, pretty much uh, doing the final preparation, getting the commercials ready for the game and also getting the scoreboard ready. So it does take a full week, you
0: know, to to really fully be prepared. And what time do you get here for a game start setting things up? What's it like game day for you? Well, for a 7 o'clock game, I'm usually here by
1: 4 o'clock. I like to get the equipment set up quickly, go over my notes uh, and uh, whatever pertinent information I need for the game. And I also want to run through... Uh, checks with the equipment, make sure that everything's sounding okay, and uh, so it's more than just you know preparing to do a hockey broadcast. You also have to worry about the technical aspects and make sure all of that
0: stuff uh, works well, so you know, it's about three hours. And uh, besides the, the milestone that we talked about, uh, great honor for you, uh, the New York Penn League Broadcaster of the Year, honored this year for baseball, because during the uh, the spring and the summer, you call baseball for the Lowell Spinners. Yeah, I was quite honored uh, this past summer to
1: receive the Warner Fusell award in the New York Penn League it's quite an honor when you consider all the great talent that uh, there is in that league and uh, you know baseball is is really demanding of course it's an everyday sport you're at it uh, with very little breaks and whatever breaks you do get you're on a bus traveling somewhere but you know it's nice to know that people
0: are willing to appreciate your work and, and reward it in some tangible way two totally different sports to call I'm not sure how many people out there have done that you know in terms of you know professional broadcasters like it's baseball and hockey um, gotta be a challenge to be able to call both of those how do you do it
1: well, you know, what you have to realize is that you're talking about two sports that are completely different. Baseball yeah. being the slow pace that it is, you have to find time to fill with stories and uh, a lot of downtime, you know, pitching changes, rain delays. So you have to have a lot of uh, information in your arsenal, which, and of course, with the baseball prep, it's every day. Every morning I get up and have to prep. So, you know, hockey's a little more, a bit more relaxed in that sense. But, of course, the trade-off is with the speed of the game. You know, you don't have as much time to, you know, talk about stories per se. But you know, you, over time, you know, you get a chance to learn how to do both. All right, be honest. What's your favorite, hockey or baseball? Hockey, without without question. Um, you know, baseball presents challenges as a broadcaster on the radio because you've got to paint the picture for your audience, and it's it's uh, it's a little tougher with the stories you have to tell.
0: But baseball has its fun moments too. But I'm a hockey guy, Mike. Always have been, always will be. All right, John. Thanks. 500th game just around the corner, right? We'll be here talking about it again. So uh, 400 games down, and many more to go. Thanks.
1: Mike, thanks, and I just want to give you a shout-out as well. You make my job very easy, and it's a pleasure to come to the rink watching hockey and having you with your
0: expert analysis. I thank you for that. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. That's John Leahy. He's one of the best, and none better out there. And 400th game tonight, calling hockey behind the voice. uh, The voice behind the mic of the Merrimack Warriors. We'll take a break now, and we'll come back recap the first period with Merrimack leading 1-0 after 1. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.